0: Welcome to Alpha Talk, where we discuss all things auto, from F and I to industry updates. Alpha Talk is here to keep you in the loop.
1: Welcome to another episode of Alpha Talk. This episode is one of our reoccurring segments. It's women in the auto industry, and uh, I love this segment. It allows us to highlight professionals that are in the industry that are advocates for women or women leaders themselves. And uh, today we're really excited to have Kathleen Long on from RepairPal. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you, Brian. I'm happy to be here.
1: I was really excited to have you come on. I know that you have a huge platform. You're a huge advocate for minorities in our industry, for women specifically in our industry. Uh, Why don't you maybe introduce Yourself and and kind of what you do with with your advocacy platform being, you know, the chief revenue officer of RepairPal.
0: Yeah, so I fell backwards into the automotive industry a little bit. It wasn't my stated intention to join the industry necessarily. And for the first few months that I spent in the industry, I did question myself (laughs) a little as to like, Why am I here? Like, What is the overarching value that I'm gonna contribute here? Um, There must be a reason why I ended up here. And then I realized that one of the things I can do almost any time you ask me to is talk. And I am passionate about creating space for people, um, for people who are differently abled, for people of all various different kinds of backgrounds and other diversity markers for women. And, you know, there aren't enough women in the C-suite. There aren't enough women in automotive. There aren't enough women in in most spaces around most tables where most decisions are being met. The United States is one of the only countries that's a major world power that has never had a formal female leader at the top. So we've got a lot of work to do. Um, And some of that work is in automotive because automotive is such – A diverse and rich and plentiful industry. Uh, We Americans are in a love affair with our cars and there's so many different places for people to fit in in this industry, people with all different kinds of skill sets and passions and things like that. And so I realized that I could help women to understand that this is a place where they can thrive um, and where they can share those gifts and so it gave me another sort of reason um, beyond the good work that we do at Pal to stick with the industry um, and something else to talk about.
1: You know, I think you you hit the nail on the head when it comes to there. There does need to be a lot of change in a lot of industries. Uh, I do think that you know, if you look back at some of the money that was made in this country, really the foundational times of our country, a lot of that's come from the auto space, which means it's a very small demographic of people who are really kind of charting the course for a lot of the economies that are happening, you know, all through the country. And those people tend to be older white male right and so it hasn't really created it hasn't created a space where there's people with different backgrounds to really come in and i think too that there's also a little bit of misnomer in the auto space that if you want to get involved in this space you have to sell cars you have to sell finance products. You have to work in the, the repair of those vehicles, which are all great parts of the industry. But uh, and you've mentioned this on your podcast before. There's a lot more that you can do. And maybe explain, you know, to, to women who are listening or, or even somebody who's you know, not necessarily a woman who doesn't want to do those three things. What types of opportunities are out there for people?
0: Yeah, pretty much everything you can imagine from sort of marketing to engineering to different jobs in manufacturing, operations, you know, financial technology um, that underpins a lot of the things that we do. Some of the major car manufacturers, some of the designers of the interiors um, are women. Some of the, you know, people who are thinking about what is the next generation of automobiles look like, people who are marketing, who are doing advertising, people leadership, all of those are places where women are thriving in this industry. And it is a giant industry. It does fuel the U.S. economy, sort of fuel. You see what I did there? (laughs) And so, yeah, I I want it to be a place that when a woman gets out of college, she thinks, I'm going to go into automotive.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I I was uh, reading an article that talked about car buying decisions in the household and that not only do 94% of women share in that joint household in those decisions, but 80% of all car car buying decisions are made by women. So you have Women that are making the choice to buy the vehicles in an industry that historically hasn't been tailored for that demographic or that kind of entry point for women. I think that that is a huge opportunity for any woman who's interested in maybe trying something new. And and the thing I always will say that I love about the auto space, I came from a very different background that maybe wasn't as sexy in terms of the auto space. I never woke up and thought, man, I just really want to work for an insurance provider or a finance products creator. Uh, it wasn't part of my plan, but I love the fact that it is one of the few opportunities in American culture where you still can have the American dream, where you can be at the bottom, and whether it's through corporate ladder, you can actually reach you know, a C-level position, you can run a company, or there's a lot of women that are running these car dealerships that are actually making massive headroads and kind of pioneering what that next stage of – Women business ownership looks like
0: yeah I mean look women are not a monolith we're all very different <laughs> but I will say in general Stereotypically, it is very true that women really, really understand service. We're designed to connect to other human beings. We're designed to have sort of a nurturing side to ourselves that allows us to be empathetic and compassionate and to understand the human experience in a different way. And representation matters. So if I'm out here with my big mouth talking about how women belong in the industry and people like you are kind enough to have me um, on the podcast and talking about stuff like this, then I feel like, you know, I only need a few other women to hear it and then to tell their friends and so on and so forth. That's how we create spaces for people is by showing up as who we are. And then other people who identify themselves the way we do will say, oh, cool. Well, I could do that. She's doing that. I could do that. And so that's my goal. And that's my hope. Um, And many women, like I said, are doing way more interesting and far more technical things than what I do every day, all day long. There's so many smart, brilliant, talented women that I've run across in this industry that I think are just absolutely inspirational and spectacular. So
1: I wanted to ask you about that. Obviously, I think that anybody who's successful truly has had people that have helped them get to where they are now, whether it's through somebody like you who's providing a platform and saying, you know what, I could be like Kathleen or she's had such an interesting career coming from the financial sector and then moving into the auto space and really created this incredible role for herself and changing technology and really kind of innovating the way that certain aspects of the auto space are being um, looked at. Whether it's having somebody like you who can get on that platform and, and show them that there is an opportunity for them, who has been your biggest role model or somebody that you've tried to fashion your career after or who's kind of helped you get to that next level and and been that mentor for you, whether it's in the space or outside of the space.
0: Firstly, I have to give a shout out to my current CEO. He has really done a lot for me. Um, He is a sort of a queen and king builder is what I would call it. Um, He's a person who really focuses significantly on individual development and on helping people to, to show up and to show up as best as they can. And he has really deep and keen insights around that that I've really benefited from. Having said that, you know, it is a tough question because who have I fashioned myself after? The answer is everybody and nobody at the same time. Right. So some things were just opportunities that I just said yes to and that I just sort of, you know, wanted to kind of figure out. And I've tried really hard to make sure that I keep my authentic self through this whole thing because, you know, I'm a loudmouth, I'm effusive, I march to the beat of my own drummer, I'm different than everyone else. And I think that's as an important quality as any of the others as being a woman or being an executive or whatever, is people to understand that you don't have to change who you are to fit into some typecast sort of mold. Um, But I really do look for examples of leadership everywhere. So whether that's people who are, you know, have achieved the absolute most in their career. Like I really enjoy looking at women like Stacey Abrams, Mm -hmm. who kind of came from nothing and built this whole career and, you know, figured things out and how to mobilize and organize communities and get people to want to do things. That's incredible, you know, to, you know, some of the female leaders that you see in the tech space or whatever, like there's a lot of people that we can learn from, but I would say that, you know, there are men who've also been allies just as Mm -hmm. much as anything that I've learned from women, I've also learned from men. And I think that's an important part of the dialogue too because a lot of the conversation that centers around women and diversity leaves out white men. Right, White men, so first of all, we need you. Um, Two, you're in charge, we really, really need you. Um, And thirdly, like diversity doesn't leave anyone out. Diversity means many different people, many different kinds of people. And that diversity includes the white man. It doesn't shut out the white man. So I feel like from wherever you sit, whatever body container you happen to be in, in this (laughs) random sort of genetic lottery that we all won here, right? You know, we can live inside whatever our experiences and whatever our reality is and be the sorts of leaders that you know, we either had or wish we had, and I'm still learning. So I really am. Um, I'm on a mindfulness journey. Currently, Uh, I'm one year through a two year program to be a certified meditation mindfulness teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of gurus (laughs) who have kind of helped out as well. There's uh, Mark Lesser, and he's the head of the San Francisco Zen Center, and he did a lot of work with Google and making Google a more empathetic, compassionate, you know, sort of lit up mindful organization as part of what Uh, the key to their effectiveness has been, and he combines sort of business and meditation mindfulness practices in a way that makes sense. But there's so many other teachers as well that I've really benefited from. And so I try to take on board as much wisdom as I possibly can, including from you, Brian, (laughs) and your Podcast well, and all the things that you're doing out in the world. These are important conversations.
1: No, and I I actually appreciate you. Uh, I think it is important to talk about the allies a little bit. You know, I think sometimes it 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 can still seem for men out there specifically who are in positions of power or have a seat at the table, and not to say they didn't work hard to get there. They just had different things to overcome, or probably less barriers to entry in a lot of ways. Recognizing that, and also being that that mouthpiece for People that you want to help grow like I love that you said that one of your that your CEO is a king builder and a queen builder that it's about the person and I think that from your perspective of having women where you were saying you know women are just intrinsically more service oriented and what organization does not want that for their organization (laughs) right like having that mindset having somebody who sees it from a different genetic you know lottery pick than you do just makes you a better company because your consumers are not all like you. So you need to have people that can represent a lot of different aspects of what your consumer base is and just Seeing things from a different perspective really gives you a better holistic company, in my opinion, as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of work that goes to having a diverse environment because the more diversity you have, the more likely you are to have disagreements. Yeah. The more likely you are to to find some tension or some angst in working together. And sometimes that struggle feels sort of not worth it. Because you're like, why can't we just get stuff done? And why can't we just do it this way? And I think I know what I'm doing. And let's just go this direction. But really, the struggle is worth it. So there's so many statistics that point to you know, the greater your diversity is, the more able your company is to make pivots in changing market conditions, which, hello, we're not automotive, (laughs) things are changing all the time. Um, And we've gotta be able to do that. And it also points to greater economic success for businesses. All the KPIs are there that should really, really make us want to do this work, which is not always easy and it's not always comfortable.
1: Yeah, I had a a situation that happened with uh, somebody that I mentor. And we were we were having a conversation around, she was trying to uh, take care of one of our big clients. And in this uh, conversation, this email that was sent out was very professionally done, but there was a lot of apologies in there. And I, I you know, had brought her into to my office. We were having a conversation around. It. I said, this was fantastic, but I don't want you to say sorry. And you didn't do anything wrong. You were just trying to help the situation. And that doesn't mean that you have to apologize for it. And her response to me was, Uh, and i feel like i'm fairly in tune with you know i I try to be an advocate i'm an ally uh, in a lot of my personal life as well Um, but she said i have had instances where people have treated me like the angry black woman and i was just it was such a blind spot for me that i didn't even see that that i wasn't able to meet her at that time and understand where she was coming from and her experience so i think as a leader too you can also gain so much from having all of these different viewpoints and perspectives you know brought to your attention It makes you better better human and hopefully a better leader. And when you have those kind of contention points, now we know that we can go through hard things together and we have each other's back 100%. She's got mine, I have hers. And we can see it from each other's perspective.
0: Yeah, so that trust is the foundation of creating the environment you want to create so that these dialogues, which are necessary and an important part of like working through and working together can happen, but they are not easy dialogues. We always want to do the right thing. We want to be good people, right? So when someone says, hey, you hurt me, or I don't feel like what you just did was very good, we have this natural reaction that's like, ah, you know, um, and a a natural sort of defensive mode. Um, But if we don't stay there, if we relax and we open ourselves to understand that we all have the best intent, we all want success. We all want to produce good outcomes, and we have different ways of getting there, and our experience of the world is different, and we can open to that. Man, that's magic.
1: It is awesome. This is why I love having you on. (laughs) And and I I love the fact that you're providing a platform for people. I'd love for you to share a little bit of that, too. Uh, Not only are you just such a great mouthpiece for women in our industry, diversity and inclusion, but you're creating space, uh, real space for people. Do you mind sharing with our listeners some of the groups that you're involved with, especially in the Auto space. If there is maybe somebody who's looking to come into the space, or somebody who's already there and thinking this is all I can do, what does that look like? What what opportunities are out there for women um, in in our space?
0: Yeah. So um, I do belong to Women in Auto Care, which is a division of the Auto Care Association, it's part of the aftermarket, um, and I'm actually uh, newly, uh, as of a couple <laughs> months ago, I'm on the board of Women in Auto Care as a virtual events chair, which is exciting. So we'll be bringing. Kind of this sort of content um, to help women grow, develop and understand the industry to virtual platforms so that they are truly accessible to everyone, which is what I love about podcasts, frankly, is, you know, then people don't have to travel. They don't have to go anywhere. They can get all of this like really rich stuff like in their living rooms or you know, hey, I won't judge you, bathroom or wherever you happen to be, right? And so that's there's great. There's no dress code on these. There's no dress code. That's right. Not even for us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, on the dealer side of the business or the retail side of the business, I also belong to Women in Automotive. So those sound like the same organization. They are not. So that's uh, one's WIA and one's WIAC. And so there are a few different organizations like that that you can get involved in. Um, I also belong to some diversity and inclusion councils. There are a few of them out there, and they're bringing me the content, which is wow. fantastic yeah. to help me understand what we need to do or how I can participate in this industry. And then I do generally, um, I do some mentoring of women and things like that through Women Unlimited, which isn't automotive-specific. It's yeah. sort of just women who are looking to grow their leadership or to advance to the next level in general. I'm a graduate of their program and it was a big stepping stone in my career. So I give back by uh, mentoring through there now. And then there's a number of smaller regional associations that RepairPal and I, by extension, am part of. And then, you know, I have my own platform, my own podcast. Um, that I've created Coffee with Kathleen, so where I try to give space to different kinds of leaders. I recently featured a young leader, featured female leaders, um, one of my coworkers who lives with an ongoing disability, um, these kind of folks so that they can relate what their experiences in automotive are um, for people who don't live those experiences.
1: Yeah, and I think that just being able to see it from somebody else's perspective really does, uh, or providing that opportunity, really does uh, help make it better platform for everybody you also have a in-person event that's coming up the end of february here in salt lake city correct
0: yeah that's right so women in auto care is hosting their annual conference and they pick a different location every year just so happens to be in this beautiful mountainous backyard this year i'll be hosting one of the networking dinner that kicks off the conference i've chosen i don't remember the name of it now but a beautiful restaurant in the mountains and so there will be about 10 different networking dinners and what they do is they choose 10 women they think that may not know each other yeah and then we get together and we just have conversation and you know a few guided topics and then usually things take off from there so that'll be nice and exciting and then there's a variety of different both industry specific but then also general leadership topics that we'll be exploring together over the course of two days.
1: That's great. You're just such a fantastic guest and outpouring of, of you know opportunity for people uh, to get engaged, not just for women, but I think for you know, anybody who's interested in being an ally or an advocate. I can't thank you enough for that. I have a question for you, though, as we kind of start wrapping up. So you've been in fintech before. You've now been in the auto space uh, for quite a while. Uh, you've charted an amazing career. What is something that you would tell young Kathleen starting out that maybe that, you know, now that you wish you would have known when you were starting your career just in general?
0: For many years, I thought that my natural impatience was a gift because I felt like this impatience was what like really caused me to get stuff done and to get stuff done quickly. And I would tell myself that slowing down actually makes more room for other people sometimes.
1: Oh, wow. I think that's a, yeah. I think there's a lot of people that could benefit from that. I know I I could as well. I think that's 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 fantastic. I uh I'll definitely uh make sure that I put that on my computer because I could use that especially after a day like today. So Thank you for that. I hope we have other opportunities to speak. I'd love to continue to help promote a lot of the great work you're doing, not only in our space, but just in general. Appreciate, can't thank you enough for being a guest and providing an opportunity for women and anybody who's looking to be, to further their career in our space. I think that the more... We can get people from outside our industry into our industry. The the better the talent pool is, the way we're changing um, and moving the market. So thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing and um, for really leading the charge.
0: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. We'll look
1: forward to having you on again in the future. Yay. All right. Thanks, (laughs) Kathleen.
0: Thanks. Alpha Talk is an Alpha Warranty Services production. Learn more at alphawarranty.com.